Hello, and welcome to The Artist Pivot, a weekly conversation with artists about their current pivot, past pivots, and every pivot in between. I am your host, Ayana Major Bay, an actress who wants to educate, empower, and celebrate artists so they have no option but to thrive. On this episode, I am joined by aerialist and dancer Chance Hill. He has a BFA from Southeast Missouri State University and is a former dancer with the Chicago Repertory Ballet. He has also been a dancer acrobat for Streb Extreme Action Dance Company and a dancer aerialist vocalist for Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines. We discuss how he made a pivot from dentistry to dance in college, how early on in his career he felt fulfilled, and that no one should feel like they're turning their back on the arts by finding a job in a different industry right now. Here's our conversation. Chance. My dear Chance, how are you? I'm doing well, Ayana. It's so good to hear and and get to talk with you. Yes, yes. The same with you. Trying to catch you. You know, you got a new little schedule here. So I got to catch up with you, friend. I got to keep up with you. And that is the gospel truth. (laughs) We are always busy. (laughs) Always busy. Always busy. So how have you been in this madness and this craziness and time of COVID? You know, I have been well. There are some of us out there that have not been. And, you know, I'm thankful that I'm able to continue working and um, keeping my health to a satisfactory level and staying happy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. And staying happy. <laughs> exactly. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, so I know that you made a big pivot Absolutely. this past yeah, this past year. So tell me a little bit about that. Sure. So I was working with Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines as an aerialist dancer. I was the aerial coordinator um, for Symphony of the Sea. On March 20th, they told us, hey, we have to send you guys home, you know, considering the pandemic. And so I came home and my first thought was, Chance, what are you going to do? Like, you, you, you've got to work. And um, you know me, I went to school for um, dentistry, not performing, and I came out as a performer. So I've been always trying to figure out a way I can get back in the healthcare field. And, you know, the world needs healthcare workers right now. So this is the perfect moment for me to find my way in. So I've been interviewing and applying to several different jobs. And thank the Lord that I am... I was able to land a job in the healthcare field as an imaging specialist. Okay. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You made a big pivot. And I know that you actually moved to to do that job, didn't you? You moved out of, moved to a different state. Absolutely. So working on the, the contract with Royal Caribbean, I would be living on the ship. So I had left my apartment in New York City. And I was, I, I'm not, I wasn't homeless, but I was, I had my house taken care of. Um, but when they told us we were going home, you know, I had to think like, what am I going to do? So as a performer, we're used to traveling around. So I, I stayed with a friend for a while, um, waiting it out, hoping that we would come back sooner than later. And then, you know, a couple months in, I was like, you know what, we're not going to. So I moved to Atlanta, Georgia. I applied to several different healthcare fields. I knew that in Atlanta, uh, they have a, a big healthcare industry. And so I knew that if, if nothing, I could find something to do to at least get on the front lines and help 
or be an imager like I am doing now. I just wanted to get my feet wet and, you know, I'm fortunate that I have been doing so. And would you say that this pivot that you were like, okay, I have to do something came immediately or did it take a couple weeks for you to go, oh, wait a minute, I'm not going to be an aerialist anymore on <laughs> the ship or, you know, like, was it immediate? Okay. Next day you were like, I'm going to, I'm going to change. I'm going to pivot. I'm going to reevaluate and adapt. Or did it take you a while to go, okay, I need to do something. It actually happened pretty quick for me. I, um, once they told us that I was like, okay, Chance, what are you going to do? So then I, I actually applied to a couple of different schools for pharmacy and, um, I began working on that and that was um, what I thought I would be doing. But while I was doing pharmacy school, I was like, okay, what can I, what can I, um, how can I work? How can I supplement my income while I'm in school and slash waiting on this contract? So not only was there one pivot, but there were multiple pivots at this point in time because now I was trying to go into pharmacy, then I was going to imaging you know <laughs> yeah yeah so yours was immediate absolutely yours was like okay pivot now that's you know you didn't even kind of give yourself time to grieve or or be in that space of oh man I lost this you were like I lost this that's great what's next precisely I mean that's how we take it as performers when we go to auditions we're like okay well I wasn't right for this job if you if you didn't make it through the audition or if you didn't get the gig then the next thing you're doing is you're looking up the next audition or you're trying to make it to the next audition if you're in New York City, <laughs> trying to run to that, mm -hmm. get to that train and go to the next audition. And that's exactly what I was doing. Right, 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 right. That makes sense. Now, let's talk about, because I know you mentioned you actually went to school for dentistry, but came out as a performer. So that is a whole entire pivot. Explain <laughs> exactly. more about that. When I first went to school, I, I was in child care and guidance, and I wanted to be a child psychiatrist. Then I started taking classes in that, and I was like, you know what? I want to be, I loved going to the dentist. And I was like, no one loves going to the dentist, but apparently I did. And so I was like, I, I want to see what it's like in that field. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to try to switch to that and um, take some classes in dentistry. But my roommate, he, in college, Mr. Jojo Ramos, he was in the musical theater department and they were having their like open house for something and um, he didn't want to go. And I was like, Jojo, please go to your open house. And he's like, nah. And I was like, okay, well, what if I go to your open house? Will you go? And he was like, yeah, okay. So then they asked if I'd like to dance or if they asked if anybody would like to dance. And I was like, yeah, I like to dance, not realizing that it meant technical dance. And then they asked me to come to class, <laughs> went to class the next day, I believe it was, I believe that was a Tuesday or Wednesday I met them. And then the class was Thursday morning at eight o'clock. Now I, in my college career, took one eight o'clock class <laughs> and it was that one. Um, and so then I just kept going to class and I'm sure as you, you can understand, as being, being a performer, we have rehearsals, we have class. We have, don't let there be a, another side art project that we can work on. Um, not only was I dancing, I was doing musical theater, Little Shop of Horrors, Carousel. 
I was doing so many different things and it just was so consuming that I needed to switch from being in the dentistry program to a Bachelor of Fine Arts in dance so that I can give it more of my attention. And which is so interesting because that's, people don't realize that we have a lot on our plate as performers Mm -hmm. and, and they don't realize that we don't have the time to do these other things, but we make it work. <laughs> so you're right. People don't know what performers go through, especially when we're in school. Our plates are very full. And so when you did leave college, you said you left as a performer. So what was your life like when you left college? When I left college, I didn't have a job. I was uh, petrified because I was like, Chance, you change your major and you don't even know what you're going to do with it. But I knew Mm -hmm. that I was passionate about it. So I knew that it was going to work. Like I said, I got several different auditions. If it didn't work out, I was like, well, let's find the next audition. And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. until I landed a gig mm-hmm. at the Chicago Repertory Ballet, which took me, see, I graduated in December, and I started that job in March, end of March and eight, uh, beginning of April. And that was your first job out of college? First job. So when you did leave college, did you, even though you knew, okay, I don't have a job right now, I switched my major, I don't have a job, but I know this is going to work. Did you know, okay, I'm going to do musical theater or I'm going to focus more on ballet or I'm going to focus more on jazz or contemporary dance? Did you have a particular style you were focusing on or you were just open to, I just want to be a dancer? And then, you know, Chicago Repertory Ballet came into your life. It's a very interesting question because I find that so many people are, especially in the dance industry, are focused on a certain type of dance or focused on a certain, you know, genre of whatever they're they're wanting to work in. But you have to think, as I was graduating college, I had only been in the in this world for two and a half years, three years maybe. So I was so fresh that I was open to anything. Like I, I was just like, I just want to dance, whatever it is. Get me there. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but it's gonna work somehow. And that's what I mm-hmm. kept going with. And then I, I ended up at the Chicago Repertory Ballet. <laughs> mm-hmm. So how long were you um, at the Chicago Repertory Ballet? I was at the Chicago Repertory Ballet for one season. Interestingly enough, uh, when I was there, Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines contacted me and halfway through the season asking me if I could come to work for them. Now, I had auditions for Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines in college before I graduated and I had already told them I was like listen like I would love to take this job but I I, I must finish college first before I take a professional mm-hmm. gig um and they were like okay great we'll keep you in our our contact list and you know I was a firm believer I was like when people tell you that they don't really mean it they're not going to contact you but I was proven wrong they contacted me I believe it was seven months later, and they asked me if I would work for them. And the Chicago Repertory Ballet and Royal Caribbean, the last week I was working at Chicago Repertory Ballet was the first week that Royal Caribbean wanted me to work. 
So I was so grateful that they allowed me to miss that first week and come the second week and still be a performer with Royal Caribbean. So that was a crazy time, but there were so completely different jobs that I was so happy. Right, right. So you got to experience the ballet world and then you went into the cruise ship industry. Cruise ship, jazz, exactly. It's a whole nother ballpark. Now, did you start as an aerialist with them or was it a dancer and then you moved into being an aerialist? At the audition for them, I uh, they had asked me if I'd like to fly, and I said absolutely. Like, I don't know what that means, but let's try it. <laughs> and um, they so my first contract, they said I was strong enough, and they hired me on as an aerialist. So I came in as an aerialist dancer, and we had an aerial show in the Centrum. It was so fun. I remember like just thinking like this is what you said you were going to do, you said you were going to dance and like experience all kinds of different dancing. And this is what I'm doing. And I was just so fulfilled already so early in my career. Oh, that's amazing. Like you said, you were fulfilled already so early in your career. And y'all, I must say, chance is right. The strength you need to be an aerialist (laughs) is no joke. No joke whatsoever. And you know, Chance, that I respect you so much. I've watched you on the silks. I've watched you on everything. And, you know, he was our aerialist captain on on our contract when we did Hairspray together. And I used to try to go to, um, what did you used to call it? The What did the dancers have to do? The um, Aerial conditioning. Aerial conditioning. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all. I think I went to aerial conditioning, what, twice? Something like that. Said, kids, it's, it's something. <laughs> I love y'all. It's something. I was like, I love y'all. But my contract says I don't need to do this. So I'm going to just get strapped into this two-point harness and get lowered in as a cute little bell. And I can hear the bells. And then you lift me back up and that's it. Because the strength that y'all have to do that aerial. Ooh. Yes. Chance. Yes. I respect mm-hmm. it so Thank much. Thank you. It's, it's something. <laughs> It's something, honey. It's beautiful. But the work y'all put in, ooh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. You know, it's so interesting because, like I said, I was so fulfilled early in my career. I mean, I as a fresh newbie, I was working in a ballet company. That I, I felt like that was just unheard of, that I would be a part of a, a ballet com- company. I was a collaborating artist. I was in, like, a lot of the numbers in the show, you know, just enjoying myself. And then I got to go to Royal Caribbean where I became an aerialist that was dancing and production shows. And then I got to meet you guys and do a musical that, you know, directed by Broadway choreographers and Mm -hmm. directors, you know, West End director. And like, it was just so fulfilling every time, but I had already been fulfilled. You know what I mean? And that's just so unheard of. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That you've been fulfilled over these last couple of years that I guess would, would you say that this pivot that you have made back, guess back into the healthcare industry, actually, mm-hmm. you haven't felt like you are turning your back on your performing career? Not at all. Because not only what have I been fulfilled with my performing career and I will I continue to be fulfilled with my career as a performer, but I think that we all have dreams and goals and they don't have to be set. It's kind of like what you were, you were asking me earlier. You were saying, 
did I know specifically what type of dance or what I wanted to do with dance? No, I had no idea. I just knew that I wanted to dance. Mm -hmm. Just like I know that I want to work in the healthcare field, but it's not, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fulfilling that, that, uh, that dream as well. And I'm still happy and I can't wait to get back to performing. I I don't feel like I turn my back. I, I feel like I'm just, I'm building up the creative juice that I need to come back with a bang. Got it. Got it. So what would you say to those artists who are having a hard time and maybe seeing a pivot into a different industry as turning their back on performing, which I, I agree with you. That's it's not turning your back, mm-hmm. but to those who do feel that way. Some do think that. Absolutely. Um, I'm really, really glad that you asked me that question because it's so important to know that our resumes, uh, so I'll talk about our resumes really quickly. Mm-hmm. So the job that I have, I'm an, I'm a baby imaging specialist at a technology company. And mm-hmm. what I do on a day-to-day basis is I get to see these beautiful babies, you know, whether they're happy or sad or mad or whatever the case may be, hungry, sleepy, you know, I get to see them all and I'm getting to take their image and babies, they love animation. So I get to animate, I get to act, I get to dance, I get to sing even to these babies and mm. and utilize that part of my performance that I've you know built on all these years mm-hmm. for this job. Now I say that to say that is why I got the job. I my resume, I did not do away with my performance career on my resume. I kept it mm-hmm. on there even though I knew I was going to a technology company that has nothing to do with performing, I still kept my performance on my professional resume for healthcare. And I think that that's so important because we, some of us tend to, and myself as well, tend to think that you can't add that stuff to this kind of resume. But really, in all actuality, you can. It's something that you've done and you should you should be proud of it and you should you should be able to um, showcase it. And that's what I did on my resume. And that is what got me this job. And my piece of advice is that for us artists that are out there trying to, you know, find a job or, you know, feeling like they've turned their, their back on their art is that it's okay to use your, your art in whatever job you're doing. I do every day. I put on a Broadway production for these babies. <laughs> every day <laughs> and that it helps mm-hmm. me it helps me feel like you know get more excited about coming back to the show and um lucky for me you know they they were looking for someone that is animated because they need animation you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so don't sell yourself short on your resume is what i would say right that makes sense yeah so if you are looking for a job that is outside the industry, include everything that you've done in the industry on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, when we do come back, what do you hope our industry learns from everything that's happening right now? You know, I've been thinking about this question and this is a really hard one for me to um, answer. I think that I don't know much about uh, the union for the actors, you know, but I think that it really has a lot of pivoting, as you will, to do because mm-hmm. our industry is 
literally it's giving us an opportunity to start over, to bring in so much more diversity, figure out where our goals are and, and what we're showcasing. Um, we've, we have such a historical time right now that it's perfect for art and literature. And it's so great to use that to bring forth a new life to this world that we've, we've kind of lost right now. I just hope that it brings diversity and inclusion and consideration for all of us, and especially this hard time. Yeah, you're right. And that our industry not just says, oh, yeah, we're inclusive and we are considerate of everybody, but really is. Absolutely. comes back inclusive and compassionate and and learn open re yes yes looks back and learns from oh maybe we didn't do that well or maybe oh we we're you know touting this word diversity but looking back and going ooh that wasn't diverse at all so Absolutely. now how do we change and you know maybe we did do something very well but but we forgot to include we forgot this so we could do it better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. And it's also going to be on us as the artist to hold people accountable, accountable. once they Absolutely. say, oh, I'm going to be inclusive. We're going to have diversity. Okay, great. That's what you said. Now I'm going to look to see if you did it. And if mm -hmm. not, I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm going to say, um, didn't you say that you were going to be inclusive? Mm -hmm. What happened? You know? I just think it's so important to include your resume with the fact that you are a dancer, you are a singer, you are an actor, because it's needed throughout every industry. So there is a place mm -hmm. for us all in this hard time mm -hmm. when we can't be on the stage. You're right. I agree with you. It's that. It's finding the place where you fit right now. Absolutely. You know, it's, and it's not easy. My home has always been the stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right, Chance. It's not easy. It's not. This has taken away what we've known mm -hmm. and the places we've felt comfortable, which I know for both of us was the stage. Like, this is my home. This is where I feel at peace. This is, but now it is. It's finding, finding your new place because everybody does have a place right now. Precisely. Furthermore, I really think that those people that are not performers that are in a very different field it's their opportunity to embrace us mm -hmm. because we need work we need we want to help we want to be doing something you know and it's their opportunity to embrace us in their world and give us a chance ha, give us a chance <laughs> <laughs> so you know like i said i i'm Happiness is uh, the utmost important right now. Happiness and healthiness. Yeah. Oh, Chance, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing all of your pivots because you've, you know, <laughs> had a couple. You went to school for dentistry, changed to a dance major, <laughs> came out of college, then went to the ballet, then became an aerialist on a cruise ship. And now you're back into healthcare as a baby imager. So, Honey, you've had all the pivots. Listen, and you you know what? You don't even realize they're pivots. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, you don't even realize they're pivots. Chance, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. And 
one last thing that I need to say to you before I let you go is Mm -hmm. I acknowledge you, I celebrate you, and I uplift you. Wow. Thank you so much. That's, That's powerful. You're so welcome, my friend. You're so welcome. I will uh, talk to you soon. Thank you so much. You have a good one. You too, darling. Chance, thank you so much for sharing, my friend. Your past pivots have been so inspirational. You are truly a master of reevaluating and adapting. With you being so fulfilled early on in your career, it proves that you can and will be fulfilled if you are doing something that you love. Chance, thank you again. And thank you for tuning in. I'll speak to you soon.